I, I'm not. I'm gonna try to not click on my mouse as much, and I won't burp into the microphone anymore. You have to. <laughs> you have. You have to stop clicking your knuckle, cracking your knuckles, and like you have this like lip cluck, this tongue cluck when you start talking. Mm-hmm. That I, that I, I don't even take out now, just because they're. It's every time. <laughs> okay. I'm just I'm just putting that out there because 22 took so long to listen yeah. to and verify what noises were what. <laughs> I mean that's not that's not something I'm cognizant of. I know, I know, mm. I know. It's I really wish I could stop laughing. No, oh, no, it's like the comedian laughing at his own jokes. I think that's. Um, I think often you look at that as um, maybe, what's the word? Not cute, but um, endearing. Exactly. I think that's the beginning of the podcast, right there. There's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it doesn't help if you say that. Um, It's yeah that that kind of that kind of thing. I I enjoy. There are. I mean, I'd I'll listen to some back to some of them, and um, I I don't want to say I've completely given up listening to the final edits but i feel as though when i'm doing my notes to you that's mm-hmm. my listen through yeah yeah, um, yeah and i address those notes and then i put it up so right and not that i don't care but it's a combination i guess of a couple things i do still want to get through the content of audio that i'm listening to personally which i'm sure you do as well which i don't even want to ask you how's your how's that fucking going you're probably not even keeping up with your normal podcasts for what what do you mean like between you, doing this and that the doing your own edits doing our podcast doing your first job and now also your second job can you Listen to the podcasts you personally want to listen to. Yeah, I just have them in my ear when I'm walking the dogs or riding, <laughs> riding to work. Jesus, you listen to podcasts while riding? Yeah. In one ear? In one ear. Yeah, that sounds like you. Okay. Got it. I had to vision that, envision that because... I don't know. I just, yeah. I just had to. We had um, to do my normal... Um, stint of I'm going to talk about the weather for half a second Um, remember when I said it's been raining like a bastard here yes yeah it still is so it rained a ton this week and then we had two days um, and it's been fucking so muggy like right now it's like over 90% humidity easy um I remember when I was out there, and you're like, "Oh, there's no humidity in Vermont." Oh God, there's just there wasn't. I just had that we had two fucking perfect summers. Yeah, I was talking to someone about this the other day, and it was just we had such good summers the past two summers, and yeah. I just got fucking spoiled, man. Well, it's weird. After all the rain we got here last year uh, on, in like Southern California, is like I actually have. A mosquito problem this year, which I've never had before. Right, I've never been bit, bitten by a mosquito in L.A. And this this spring <sighs> is insane. I can barely sit outside because they're just like biting me all the time. Like all the time, all hours. Yeah. Ugh. At it's least... like I, I I sit outside and let the dogs play around and stuff, and then all of a sudden I've got mosquitoes biting me and shit. God, at least it's certain hours only here, so we can go out at certain hours. And... Yeah. I think it's usually Kim when she's gardening and stuff like that. But, um, so anyway, we went down to hang out with, um, Bill and his family. Cause, um, his mom, stepdad are up doing the painting and shit like that for their house. Cause they bought a house and, um, Bill's sister also came up to like yesterday or something. And we haven't had a lot of time to spend time with them or whatever, just cause we've been doing our own shit. Um, so we FaceTimed them the other night and they showed us all the, like, house shit that they're doing, which is pretty cool. So we went to meet them for lunch today. And we went down to Waterbury. There's a place that is just the place you go, right? Mm-hmm. 
And because it's such a rainy day and a Saturday, and it's not the beginning of tourist season, but it's the beginning where tourist season starts to get ridiculous. It's that next level. It's like, oh, right, it's tourist season for a month or a month and a half or two months or whatever. And uh-huh. then it just jumps from like 90% tourist to 130% tourist. And you just can't even believe how many fucking cars are in Vermont. And it's mostly mass holes and stuff like that. Um, I guess I'm sorry, Massachusetts, but I'm not. Um, so anyway, we went to Waterbury. They went to see if they could get a table. It's like a two and a half hour wait. And mind you, it's lunch, right? Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, it's raining. I roll in, uh, Kim and I roll in with the Benz and they're all at the bookstore Meanwhile, I go into a place that I like, that's a different restaurant, and I say, can you, do you have a table for eight, potentially, thinking I'm going to, you know, they're going to tell me an hour. And I don't know if it's just the Andy Lopez effect, and I'm trying to, like, see if I can work my magic, or if it just happened to work. She's like, oh, yeah, I can, I can hook you up with a table for eight right now. And I was like, hold that note. And I ran about a quarter mile down the road where they were all at a bookstore. And I was like, hey, guys, do you want a table right now? (laughs) Why didn't you just call them on a cell phone? Because it's Vermont and you can't really do that. It has to be kind of old school. I I don't really have good service in Waterbury. Hmm. So there's that. But... Anyway, and it was the, I hadn't seen them yet either. So it was the other thing of like trying to read the situation in person as well. Right. You know, so that's another very important thing. I think in life, you know, you have to, sometimes you have to make the decision, you know, whether to talk to someone on the phone with one bar of service or, you know, run a quarter mile down the road in the rain is gorgeous, raining, but gorgeous. And then, you know, see if they're into going to a different place. They were into it. We ate. It was delicious. Then we went down to have creamies down in Warren. That's gross. Yeah. Well, Vermont soft serve then, I guess I could say. But creamies is how you say it. (laughs) Four E's, please. Thank you. And uh, I think you're supposed to make a Wheel of Fortune joke there. And... um, I don't think I've ever made a Wheel of Fortune joke. <laughs> Other than, like, I'd like to buy a vowel, like, in just a generic sense. Yeah, I guess I'm not. It's the... not like an off-the-cuff thing where you say <laughs> four E's, and then I have to figure, like, reverse Mad Libs the joke for you? I'm I offended. Think that's exactly, I don't know that's exactly what... what I was expecting. What, what would that joke even be after you already gave me the four E's? That was your vel? Yeah. I mean I don't no. know. You could have figured like, I, I can't out. even afford those vowels or something like that. There you go. That's be- that's better than what I came up with. That's what I expect from you. Anyway. <laughs> we're going so we leave the place. We're gonna go back down to Bill and Jenny's house. Everyone gets a car, we we uh convoy down. And there's straight up just the main fucking road. Not a side road, not the road they turn off on. The only road is closed because they're, they're, the river's flooding in three places. And so Kim and I were like, we looked at each other and we were like, bail? And she's like, yeah, let's, let's, let's bail. <laughs> and we pulled up beside beside them and we were like, we're just going to go home. And everyone's nodding like, of course you're going to go home. You're not going to like get stuck in the middle of nowhere an hour from your dog, you know? Right. So, um, so we turned around home, you know, went home and, um, meanwhile, actually I stopped 
in the at the at the exact place that um the road closure kind of began it was like no through traffic whatever mm-hmm. there's this auto shop that obviously i never stop at because you're going you know the speed limit's 50 miles an hour there i never stop there even though when we go down there we go to bill and jenny's house whatever um but there's this auto place with just like the most andy lopez cars ever it's they're just everywhere it, every car is my is like a car i would have or have had and it's perfect or a car i want so this guy has a series rover a late 2a series rover so i guess like 67 to 70 ish era and then he also has an 81 Mercedes-Benz wagon. Wonder what he wants for the wagon. You can drive that thing back. It's fucking dope. Anyway, so that's the whole story. The fucking the riv- the Mad River was mad raging and uh we had fucking just I mean, you're talking I don't even know. Crazy, crazy enough rain that that two nights in a row we got um, flood flood watch warnings. Wow. Yeah, it, it, and it's serious too. It wasn't even like like I drove to work Friday. We had gotten a flood warning. I don't know, whatever, at two in the morning or something like that. By the time I got to work at like eight thirty. The Lamoille River at the wrong way bridge was pretty high, not like crazy high. I've seen it way higher. But by the time I drove home, you know, eight hours, eight, nine hours later, it was a lot higher. Like maybe had half a foot clearance to the bottom of the bridge. Mm-hmm. That is to say, like, you couldn't get a boat underneath it with a half a, half a foot clearance that that's what i mean i guess um and i've seen that completely covered like i've i've seen it over the the bridge level itself but well we've we've had uh fires here the past week really getting, getting close to fire season i think really I'm not sure where in particular but it's just been covered in smoke the past two days when i've woken up and stuff and then uh, a, a plane crash landed on the 405 near orange county what thursday yeah a small plane yeah like a cessna or something like that oh that's too bad everyone lived i don't know yeah all right i guess we'll google it this is that part where you insert audio later and say everybody was fine from that flight i mean i don't need to do that all right We'll let the we'll let the listenership uh, Google it. Yeah, if they're so inclined. I guess. But yeah, I think I think um, I do like the the content. I think I, I like our current our current setup. I guess um, I did have a few serious questions for you. Um, not that for yeah. the show or just in general. Both. All right, um, let's, uh, let's open this up. What do you huh. got? Um, I guess it's twofold. Question one is: Do you? Uh, and, and I guess let me preface this. I, I told this to Bill today. I said, "This is Guy Lee will text me randomly, and, and I feel like this is a weird thing that you and I have in common." Like I'll I'll have a thought, a fleeting thought, and I'll text someone so mm-hmm. I'm reminded to do this really in real life later. Okay. And I feel like when you and maybe I'm projecting my what happens well, your your logic onto me. Yeah, exactly. So maybe yeah, totally. But sometimes you'll text me something like out of the blue like find me a house, right? Or something to that effect. And my projection for that is from zero, 
and because of we we've talked about this vaguely i guess i think okay this is what Kylie wants Kylie wants me to find him a house me to go see a house make sure this house is perfect for him him fly out see the house once and be like this is it or maybe not even that maybe not even that part maybe maybe i show you enough pictures we facetime in it etc etc you get to the point where you're like this is it this is the house right and Mm -hmm. then you fly out to close you close it's your house now cue the next 10 years of you continuing to work in la getting the cheapest rent possible and doing nothing but paying off your house in vermont and then you get to the point where you think all right I've made all the money I can make. I have a house that's almost totally paid off in Vermont. I'm the only person to ever pay off a house in 10 years. And now I own a piece of property and land and a house on it in Vermont. And I can go do whatever the fuck I want in Vermont. I mean, yeah, that sounds like a good plan, except that would be 44 year old me saying that, which is depressing. Right, but well, I mean, why is that depressing? I I don't know. I don't that's... know, man. That's ten years. Eh. Ten. Yeah, but so like that that would be assuming that for the next ten years, anything that happens in my life, I I would just be like, all right, time to go to Vermont, you know, prospective wife slash girlfriend or family that I have or roots that I've laid down because I stayed in L.A. for ten years. Uh huh. It's like oh. Time to go and just uproot everyone to go to move to Vermont. Right. Well, the other side of that is okay. So that's good. That's that's. What are you drinking? Uh, Saint Archer Pale Ale. Oh, nice. I'm drinking a. I'm drinking a Macintosh and Maple uh, Hard Cider right now. All right. <laughs> Got to throw that in there. Hashtag Vermont. Um. Thank you, Champlain orchards cidery um in shoreham vermont um everyone should go it's amazing oh speaking of hashtags just to Mm. get completely off track okay uh, um has anyone invented like motion emojis (laughs) what like i was thinking about this i've been thinking about this for like a month or something like that when you send someone an emoji Mm mm-hmm like the crying one does it is there are there any that like have like tears that move i thought that in like uh i could be wrong but i thought the ones that are in like google do that uh-huh okay like if you're just I'm like di- i'm just curious because that seems like a uh an easy way to make a buck sure like a not fully tapped market yeah like mo- yeah and then just get bought out by whatever cell phone os wants to buy it yeah, I, but, I feel like, that. Okay. Mo- motion emojis. They seem like a logical step that, like, because everything does GIFs and shit now, and they're doing that stickers shit, which I don't completely understand. This is that thing where... But if I just had, like, a fucking... Like, just basically the equivalent of Clippy as an emoji, you know? Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, he's a frowny face. Oh, it's, you know, the 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 the, the I don't know, the hurt one has a bandage on his head and uh, just like just make a move a little bit you know just for a second <laughs> yeah I, it I seems feel, it I seems like that. an e- it seems like an easy fix that a lot of people would enjoy yeah that's that's um i mean i guess that probably hasn't been done yet but uh emotions maybe maybe, maybe not full <laughs> emotions Probably not fully, but I bet, I bet that's like a, you know, there's probably an app for it separately or something like that, or, you know, a, a separate keyboard that you can use that, right. that you can easily install onto your phone. So maybe not integrated into the OS quite as seamlessly as you want it to be. Um, but, uh, you know, seems, give it give it a seems, year. That's already there, I bet. Yeah, it should be. It'll probably be in the next phone, I bet. Oh, yeah. All right. So. You covered a lot of good things there. Um, (laughs) Because this is how I presented it to to Bill. Because we were half talking about this at at lunch today. And um, because we were talking about you not coming to Vermont this morning. And I was like, there's no way he's coming. 
He's got too much shit going on. Mm-hmm. And Kim was like, I'm disappointed in that. And we were like, well, yeah, but this is what he's doing. And I explained it. And then Kim was like, I didn't know he was doing all that shit. And I was like, well, yeah, that's why we podcast so I can figure this out. Like, learn about Kylie's life. Because I think I'm the only one who knows. Um, slash everyone who listens to this. Which might be just Rosty. Um, <laughs> and Blenny. Um, but basically, we talked about this and we thought... Okay, here's how I presented it. I'm just going to tell you how I presented it. I presented it as Guiley gets me to find him a house. Bad idea. Guiley gets me to find him a house that he's definitely going to buy and then he buys it. Bad idea. Guiley spends as much as little time as possible paying off a house that he almost never lives in. Good idea. <laughs> and then in 10 to 15 years time, Guy Lee moves to Vermont and has a house that he owns outright. Also potentially good idea and maybe the best idea you could ever have. Because it is, I, I do think it's brilliant if you are able, because meanwhile, Kim and I are going to be clearly just doing the normal bullshit thing and having a 30-year mortgage and having whatever. But if you did get a 15-year mortgage on a house and you paid it off in 10 years or whatever, uh-huh. then you would still, you know, own. And you could do a couple things. I mean, you know. Technically, we could probably figure out a property that you could rent and I could super it, which would be fine and easy and not that much that that big of a deal. Okay. And then you could have simultaneously someone paying, you know, you as well as you putting money into a mortgage. So you could you could have that kind of twofold or whatever. I mean, easy stuff in a normal part of Vermont, maybe. Um, but then also maybe you can kind of afford something maybe a little, not outside the box, but maybe a little bit higher than most regular people in Vermont, maybe. And then that would set you up for a couple things. So... You're never going to lose money on a house, you know, because you're going to start, you know, you're going to, you're going to pay off the house. You're going to be able to refinance at some point. You're going to stop paying, um, PMI and all that other bullshit you have to pay when you're fucking have, when you have a new house, most mortgages up here. I don't know if that's a, it's a normal thing these days, but they like roll in your taxes into the mortgage. Um, I always thought you had to pay them separately. I don't know if that's just a Vermont thing or whatever. But, like, there's all this stuff to kind of allow you to have. That also could just be because we're poor, um, and maybe that wouldn't be how they did it for you. But all of those things yield actually a pretty great outcome, which is you have an investment that is not only tangible um but something that is that takes care of a huge financial burden for people um and then we get into the best part of the question which is do we see you with roots and or family and or lady in LA and that's the question I actually wanted to ask you because we haven't talked about that in a very long time. Yeah, I have no idea. I know. But, like, do you get to the point where... And because we were talking about... We just tangented... We, we did we did tangent off and told, like, the funniest possible Guiley stories. Um, 
but they all deal with relationship status and do we think that i have full faith in you by the way well thanks thanks buddy (laughs) (laughs) but the 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 joke is you know and i told them this i was like well the joke is in the end you know guiley has every single thing possible to get him into a, a perfect relationship and then someone maybe bill maybe kim kind of combo said no it was bill bill was like yeah but then bill but then guyley has the perfect opportunity to talk to a woman and then in the first sentence he says to her has like kind of um maybe takes that opportunity to try and scare the shit out of her or something to that effect like you'll say something that's like make someone think i should not be talking to this person <laughs> which is not always true but it's like um i think the example was when we were in the <laughs> i totally forgot about this do you remember going to to fleischer's with him for the thanksgiving we had yes to... i don't know why I don't remember this. I might have just not been like close enough with an earshot to hear you. Um, but apparently, old people budged in front of you guys, like cut the line, and you guys were waiting. You and Bill, and there were like there was like an old couple or like a few old people, and they cut the line in front of you. Do you remember this? No. And then. So you say loudly, is this why we pay social security? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like me. (laughs) I know. And that's what I said. I was like, oh, that sounds like Kylie. But like. (laughs) That wouldn't be my pickup line, obviously. (laughs) Right, right, right. But like. (laughs) But there's that. And there's the time we saw Greenberg and then the the lady was coughing and had like a tickle in her throat. And you were like, get some water, right? <laughs> These are the things that to to Kim seem out of character because if you know you, right, if someone gets to know you, that detail of who you are d- does not, it just does not translate with the rest of who you are a lot of times. And like the fact that you can be, you know, um, very crass, bold, and short simultaneously. Um, it's, I think it's brilliant, and I really, I respect it, um, and I don't think the rest of the world does. And I don't think that should necessarily translate into your pickup line. <laughs> But I think we were all insinuating that it probably does. And so the question is, when you go out on dates, if you go out on dates, and I think at this point you probably, it seems like you don't care, either that or you just don't tell me about it. Um, You know, because you can get involved in your job and your life and your dogs and the things that you do and get into routines such that you're happy enough that you don't remember that you should be doing like some other, you know, uh, pursuit beyond that. And I think that is um, maybe like a human trait, but have you gone on a date lately? (laughs) Yeah, this is not podcast talk. This is this is really personal. Well, you could cut you could cut whatever you want to cut. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going on dates. For how do you have time? Late at night, like one weekend day. Do you like set a day off to do it? No. Like it's just like, oh, after work, try to swing by. It is funny that you don't you don't talk about that. Um, but this is like another detail of you that has always been interesting to me because I'm the opposite, right? Yep. 
you know, I like to talk about stuff like that. I like to, it's just, it's part of who I am. And, you know, even someone like Duvall or someone like um, Bill, you know, easy to get that out of him. And it's Bill's been dating the same girl since what junior high? And they yeah, got yeah, but so. right, but he'll still he'll still be like, "Oh man, I really find that that Indian girl hot," and I'll be like, "Wait, really?" And he'll be like, "Yeah," but then he'll say something really weird like, "I'm really into, I'm really into that," and I'll be like, "What, what does that mean?" You know, or or something to that effect. So. I think the I think that thing just the normal like girl talk stuff. <laughs> I don't think it's girl talk. It is. It's, it's, it's isn't girl talk like talk between girls? Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> totally. What is this then? Guy talk? I guess so. Normal guy talk about girl talk. <laughs> But you don't, like, you don't, you can't possibly go on dates, like, every week, but you go, like, maybe, do you go, like, once a month? I mean, a few times a month. You also, don't you also refuse to do the online shit? Yeah, that was, uh, never, nothing ever came of that. That was just a misguided experiment. Wait, did you try it? For, like, a trial amount of time. Wow. I can't even believe that. It just does it just doesn't seem like you. Maybe you should get back to that. I bet that actually the thing is like now we're Well no, see cuz I I have an inherent conviction or an inherent uh belief that everyone is catfishing or a bot on it, so <laughs> Right. So it doesn't it doesn't go well. <laughs> right, right, right. But like, okay, wait, so hold like, on. <laughs> you're like your whole thing is just suspicion. Like, are you really gonna meet me there, or are you a man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's what you think. Yeah, man. Oh God, that takes so much trust to believe that someone is who they say they are on the internet. Oh my God, you're so funny. But the thing, the thing is, people go on dates every day with this shit, and it's like, wait, did you do they? Do they though? Every fucking day, dad, dude. Every every day, I just said dad instead, of dude. <laughs> <laughs> every. This definitely seems like a conversation you would have with a dad. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like a dad who's getting back on the market. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but no, every day, man. Um, who? Name three. Three people. Yeah. Okay, ready. Hold on. Kim's brother got married to a woman he met online through an online dating app. They were like, oh, we're both musicians. Oh, we're both into this. Oh, we're both into that. Let's hang out. They hung out. They were like, wow, we're really compatible with each other. And we're both really whatever it is, type A kind of people. Perfect. And it worked out. You know, they're they're definitely good together. Okay, that's one. All right, that's one. There are def. I know others. I- yeah, I, I I don't need the internet. I do fine in IRL. Well, you have to. You live in LA, and you know. But the other thing is, like, I'm just trying to think. I mean, you're not doing classy clown things around town and picking up ladies that way. What do you mean, classy clown things? Yelling at women from across a bar? No, no, man, I'm I'm a grown up. Oh right, <laughs> well that's what I'm saying. So, so I mean, I, I don't know what the other options are in L.A. You just smile at someone, say funny things, use Fuck. quips, just bedroom eyes and sarcasm, man. My old standbys. Yeah, that's see, that's perfect. Bedroom eyes and sarcasm. That's that's your that's your dating app. That's what it's called. That's a long name. Like like you you can't even take all the vowels out of that name. Like you, most apps. B E S. Bedroom eyes and sarcasm. Bess. The Bess app. Yeah, the Bess app. 
this is a weird section of conversation. <laughs> you have no idea how co- uncomfortable I got during that. <laughs> but that's, I mean, the the brilliance is you edited it, I don't. So, I mean... I'm just going to excise the past 26 minutes. Well, we can do that. That's fine. The The thing is, like, this is real life stuff, right? I mean, people talk about going on dates. People talk about, like, using apps. People talk about using apps improperly. And, you know, um, I mean, Franciosa... FaceTimed me the other day the the other day I think he was on a date and he FaceTimed me during the date to ask me what the thing is that you spread on a bagel cream cheese a schmear yeah. yeah I said cream cheese and he said and it's not like the emphasis is not placed on the and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cream cheese? Who are you <laughs> hanging out with who says cream cheese? <laughs> and then this girl chimes in is like, you're all wrong. And we're like, what? Anyway, I thought that was super interesting. But like, and then I was joking with him because she's also a photographer. And I was like, oh, did you, did you meet up on a, on a, you know, an app that's specifically for photographers and he's like take the app part out of it but yes because we're both photographers and it's like obviously you have the the same group of people the same realm and shit like Uh. that so it's like you might um you might hang out with i don't know a production manager for a different company or something like that and try you know and, and and date someone in that realm but where I was getting with all of this, and sorry for the past 26 minutes that you're going to cut, where I was getting with it all is when you when you go out on a date, when you see someone, when you meet someone, is it just one of those things like cancer runs in my family? Like, I own a house in Vermont and I need to move there in eight years. <laughs> like, is that something you're going to have to start saying? I mean, I've told people I'm I'm gonna start a pepper farm in Vermont. They're aware of that. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. Should I start getting heirloom seeds? Yeah, I mean, we should be getting seeds anyway for the coming apocalypse and get a seed vault going. I that's, that's an important thing to have. How are you getting here in the apocalypse? I don't know, man. I feel like it's gonna be one of those things where your story's going on for an entire season. Like I'm thinking of this as in the terms of TV and you, Kim and Bill, you're like living the good life, trying to like get by, like, like just survive. You're, you're getting the farm up. There's like an episode where you guys have to like track down some sort of like medicine or something. Cause someone's sick. And then at the end of the first season, I come rolling in with with my dogs, and I'm just like, "Hey!" And then the <laughs> credits roll. So then season two would the first episode would be about how I made it cross country. Oh my god! <laughs> That's, oh, this is a good story. Why isn't this the show? It is. I mean, that, that, that's the show. <laughs> oh, this is the show. Why don't you start writing this and pitch it? I mean, I think it's been done. No, that's what like lost. Yeah, Lost and The Walking Dead and, you know, they've all done it. Well, there's no Walking Dead. It could just be an apocalypse without, like, people trying to kill you, right? See, that's the thing. I feel Like, we, we talked about that for a second to see, like, uh, a few episodes ago. At what point does, does, does society lose their shit? Like, how much has to be taken away? I mean, I, I like to think that people would be civil they won't be but but are we are we sure i'm positive yeah i'm sorry yeah people are horrible but not all people but enough so that there's gonna be someone who's gonna try and take power locally and so right but that's locally so if i leave that locality i'll like i'll be fine no the thing is i think that per area there will be tr- there will like gangs will exist and you will have like you know uh and, and that's where all these shows get their ideas which is 
you know, people like me who know that humanity is horrible and that something, you know, you're not just going to, I mean, every once in a while you'll have a utopia, you know, a utopia world. I guess that's redundant. I could just say utopia. Um, but you'll have a place where people will maybe communally have a society, get together, you know, and it doesn't have to be based on religion or any shit like that, which is uh-huh. what all of the ones that have come before have been based on. You know, it could just be based on normal shit, like the human existence, you know, trust, trade, um, you know, services, trading services for goods and vice versa, or just goods for goods, services for services, etc., and, you know, when we touched upon that, we touched upon it in the sense that, like, you thought I would be good for that society in that world. This... Middleman. M- yes. Lopez. But Middleman. That, was, that was already, like, many episodes ago, I feel. But, you know, I think that we're going to continue our trajectory as the country that rebels against eight years of a black president and rebels against everything that is structural and you know huge issues like the separation between the man and the people and the authorities and the people and the the politicians lying and the dumb people who vote them in and, and all of this stuff. But I think that most intelligent people will just end up minding their own business and trying to pretend like the rest of the political world doesn't exist and just try and live. Because I guess I'm calling myself intelligent by just saying, well, that's I mean, all I, mean, I want to do. Th- those intelligent people, too, are like they're at a distinct disadvantage because they're not the angry armed masses that that the other side of that coin seem to be projecting themselves as. Mm-hmm. So, how everything seems like, oh, this is the beginning of a new civil war. Mm-hmm. Who's more prepared for that on on a larger scope, you know? Hmm. Especially after this whole fucking NRA video that came out this week. I didn't see it. Oh, it's basically like calling like a call to arms for uh for nra members to like take up arms against protesters and and uh and left-leaning people i just i i can't i can't associate with it anymore man i I don't connect with any of the you know and, and maybe that's the point maybe the point is to get us to where we've gotten all the people who normally once cared about politics are just so disgusted by it that they just ignore it, and maybe well, that's yeah. I mean, th- maybe that's it, the it cause, causing an apathy there, and so like you're either on one side or the other side, or you just disengage. They're 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 separating, like in smaller and smaller microcosms to to essentially just be able to control us better. Right. It just, I, I mean, and you know, not to like say I'm an egomaniac or anything, but. This whole past thing that happened since the few past few years or whatever of just the build up to get us to where we are now, uh-huh. it really, really makes me feel like I could be the candidate in twenty twenty four. That's what it makes me feel like. I mean, it makes me. It makes me feel like. You gonna run for office there, Chief? <laughs> that's that's the that's the idea, right? It's like 
And if if that guy could fucking just do that with just billions and billions. Okay. Well, okay, no, it's are are we gonna get into we we've been skirting we around really, politics. We really should we but really it's, it's should clearly, avoid it. It's clearly like I mean it's such a present part of of everyday life. You right. Know? It's hard not to talk about it at all, right? But here I'm just gonna say this. It is maybe not apparent to me, but it seems it seems so you know, I don't know if you ever thought about ever being president when you were, like, younger or anything. Like, when they say, oh, you could be president, you just have to be 36 years old. So right. you do the math quick and you think, oh, shit, that's cool. I could run for president in 2024. You could run 2020, couldn't you? So, but the thing is, like, sure, it's the hardest job that like it's the hardest job I can possibly think of. Okay. Right. Okay. I I'm not smart enough for it. I don't have the speaking skills for it. I don't have a lot of things that I think that I would need to have to be president. However, this guy in there now has nothing is no experience he's got nothing right so so what's stopping the exact opposite end of the spectrum what's stopping some regular joe schmo bullshit car parts well there it because all right and here i want to i don't want to get i don't want to become like liberal alex jones here but he didn't do it on himself it was a concerted effort of misinformation and opportunism that was it's like basically the perfect storm it's it's the perfect it's the perfect storm of 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 russian and cyber like involvement and republican bipartisan bipartisanship and 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 opportunism so the fact that they were willing to make these deals to get someone in place so that they could do the things that they are dead set on doing to benefit these huge monopolistic companies that are really at the root of everything. To build a kleptocracy that's going to continue to benefit these small families, like these small, insulated, 1%, both like super, super 1% families, to continue to cycle through these exorbitant amounts of money just through their own hands. So it's not like some some idealistic young like left sider or whatever would be able to actually compete with that because that like if you look at what they're doing in Russia and whatnot, when someone does start to oppose right the, the, the Putin presidency or the ruling powers presidency, when it's not Putin, they immediately. There's a like a directed attack to disenfranchise that person on a uh, ethical or political or legal level. They'll come up with reasons that they have broken the law, which would then preclude them from actually being able to run against them. So if someone's getting too powerful or not, and, 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 and like, might actually be a risk to the, to the throne over there. They'll like they'll find a lawsuit, or they'll assassinate. Can I stop so, you for like just a second? Yeah. You said kleptocracy. That's a thing. 